Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and it is Stewsdays, a fully vaccinated, fresh from a week of vacation, Stu Kedwell, here to talk about earnings season. Stu, welcome. Hi, Dave. How you doing? I'm, uh, I'm good. I'm under vacation, well vaccinated. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll be going soon, but, uh, but it's, uh, it, it's, it's nice to have you back for Stewsdays. And it uh, comes at an opportune time, I think, in terms of, uh, of an update, because uh, we've largely now come through the core of uh, the earnings season uh, in, in July, and it was a pretty interesting earnings season uh, in terms of uh, the, the results and then how the market reacted to it. You, you, had, you had mentioned on previous podcasts, you sort of anticipated that this is the way it might play out. So, so what, what are your thoughts now that we're, we're, we're through it? Yeah, well, it's, uh, you know, I think in our last podcast, we discussed how the bar was pretty high for some of the, you know, big secular growth stocks, and um, many of them reported last week. And uh, that was, in fact, uh, the case. Um, you know, despite, you know, some very strong year-over-year growth numbers, uh, we didn't really see, you know, any of the expectations meaningfully change going forward, nor did we see, you know, the share prices react uh, in a really, you know, positive manner to, you know, to some of these uh, numbers that were released. In fact, if anything, you know, some of them, uh, you know, sold off a little bit, you know, following, uh, you know, what was, you know, strong, but not surprisingly strong yeah. uh, numbers at that juncture. So is, is as we, as we, as we come in, so we, we've got the bank earnings and we'll do some, some specific work around that. Um, yep. Coming coming later this month, some other firms are, are are reporting through August, but maybe take it to the fall. And as you look at the the next earnings period, uh, do, do you think that bar is 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 going to be the same? I mean, assuming markets sort of stay where they are right now, do you, do you think we're going to have a similar kind of a a, a reaction to, to to earnings in that period? Uh, well, I think it'll be interesting. Like you know, so when we when we think about the the stock market, which is not too far from highs, but if we think about it as as a market of stocks, there has been uh, the average stock has actually gone through a bit of a correction here in the last uh, six to eight weeks, which reflects, you know, some concerns around uh, the slowing of economic growth on the back of the Delta variant, on the back of maybe some reduced uh, stimulus going forward, things like that. So, you know, as we get into the fall, uh, you know, what we're going to be looking to do is to position the portfolio uh, for the passing of the Delta variant at some juncture, right? Um, uh, you know, what is in the headlines today is not what you're looking to prepare the portfolio for. Yeah. Um, so, you know, case counts are up. Uh, the concern is out there. There's concern in many countries. Uh, it's caused some discussion around uh, the strength of the economy. Interest rates have dropped in response to it, uh, which is always a, you know, a very good thing to remember is that interest rates drop, liquidity gets flushed back into the system so that uh, you know, asset prices remain at reasonable levels while we go through different soft spots. Um, but eventually, uh, you know, the Delta wave will also peak and, um, and uh, you know, time will tell uh, as that happens. But you know, that's what we are still looking in the average company, which uh, has you know a more reasonable valuation. You know, looking at those stocks uh, on the other side of the the Delta variant, uh, which in all likelihood will be sometime this fall. 
Yeah, we, we, we've talked about this a lot on, on this podcast because it, it's been, first of all, it's, it's tough to bet against the market long term to begin with. And, you know, I, I, one of my favorite things to do is to go back at different points in history um, just before you saw a big drop in markets or just before you saw a, a huge bounce back in markets or in the midst of a drop and, and read headlines and read articles. And so if you go back to last March and, and you read anything about the markets, I mean, and don't forget, that's just at the front end of COVID uh, as the lockdowns are happening. You'll be hard pressed to find an article uh, that would have said uh, that, that the markets were coming back at all let alone a year later be sitting at all-time highs again. And, and you know, it, it, it just highlights that, uh, that, that you, you need to take that, you need to look forward uh, in that decision-making. And if anything, the Delta variant could be presenting some real opportunities because I think we know from our previous experience with other variants and the initial wave that, you know, we figure out how to deal with it and, and, and we move forward and companies move forward. Companies make more money, the stocks go up, and and that's uh, that, that's something you want to think about. I think that's I think that's bang on. Like what you know, what do we think versus what do we know is something that I always try and make those those yep. uh, those two ta- two tables. So you know, when I think when I what do we know, which has been pretty consistent, which is that interest rates are likely to remain low. Eventually, we think that they'll rise, but real interest rates, importantly, are likely to remain very low, maybe negative. Yeah. So chipping away at your purchasing power, asset prices are supported in that type of an environment. So even though we have a volatility in some of the headline economic numbers that we're getting, you know, dollar cost averaging, which, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of. Even on vacation, I was dollar cost averaging last week. Every week uh, I pound away at it. Um, uh, you know, dollar cost averaging, an excellent tool in an environment like this, because we just know that that dynamic of of likely a very ro- very low to negative real interest rate is likely to persist. And, um, you know, getting portfolios on the asset side of the equation can be quite beneficial uh, during that environment over time. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a little confounded at this point, Stu. I, I just did not expect dollar cost averaging to be suggested as a, as a viable strategy. That came right out of left field for you. Dollar cost averaging is one of my favorite things to do on vacation, Dave. I know one of your favorite things to do from an investment perspective and, and really has been a fantastic way for, uh, for investors who have been nervous all the way through this uh, to continue to invest and, and, and add to the portfolio. And it's, it's, it, I mean, it, it, it couldn't have worked better from, from, from your perspective, right, Stu? hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. So uh, Stu, uh, thanks for, uh, thanks for, well, thanks for coming back from vacation because I know you were having a good time. And uh, we will uh, we'll catch up with you uh, with you next week. Thanks again for your time. Great. Thanks for having me, Dave. And thanks to everyone who listened. 